Hey guys, this is Mookie from Even More About Nothing, and we just want to share a quick word from our sponsors. Jouet.co is an awesome website that sells fashionable, comfortable gaming clothing for nerds, geeks, and everyone into that kind of stuff. If you want to check out their awesome clothes from brands like FIFA, Final Fantasy, Dragon Ball Z, and Pokemon Go, check out the website Jouet.co. That's J-O-U-E dot C-O. What's up, guys? We're back again on another episode of Even More About Nothing. And one of your hosts, Rafiki, to my right. What's up, guys? It's your boy, Matt. Back at it again. <laughs> it feels so weird just calling myself Matt after, like, several weeks. It's been Mateo. But that's how all my social media are. By the way, follow me. On all social media, Matt underscore Ogutu. That's O G U T U. Exactly as it sounds. I don't get why that's so hard for some people. For some people, it's very hard. Like, it's O G U T O. O G A T O. That's a new one. O G O T O. I don't know. know. Apparently, it's really hard for people. However, I was at work one day, and a guy walked in, FedEx guy. And sometimes they gotta take your name so they know who takes your pack. And he's like, What's your name? Cause I signed it and he go, I go Goddard. He's like G O D D A R D, yeah. And he's like, your last name, Ogutu. And he looks at me. He goes, O G U T U. How did you know that? Never met the man before in my life. He's like, it sounded simple enough, so I figured it out. <laughs> I was like, I applauded the man. Yeah. I applauded the man. I remember one time <laughs> I was taking summer school gym class, and uh, the only time I ever had to take summer school period or gym class during <laughs> summer period. Uh, but I remember talking to my gym teacher, and she was like, you know, Matthew, I'm going to be honest with you. When I was looking at my roster before the session started, I saw your last name, and I thought I was going to get an Asian. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Surprise, surprise. I'm Plot sure twist. she was disappointed. <laughs> um, I don't know how it looks Asian. But yeah, okay. I, nah, I, don't, I don't know. Anyways, yeah. What's up, guys? And to my right. What's up, guys? Remember that? We need to to cap that, guys. What's up, guys? (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, you know what to do. Follow me on Snapchat. Snapchat, I'm sorry if I can talk. Snapchat, Instagram, and Twitter at Timutunga. And we got a couple guests to to my right. What's up, guys? It's Caleb. been here before. Welcome back. I feel great. Do you have a You welcome to some back. Hey, uh, do you have a nickname for for our uh, show? I call him uh, Ken sometimes. Ken. Like Ken from Street Fighter. Uh, at work they call me DJ Khalib. Khalib. Why do you we, sound we, we, we won't be doing that. <laughs> 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 well, we'll figure it out as it goes. But anyways, right, welcome, welcome back, Ken. <laughs> don't, don't do don't please don't do it like that. Anyway. Hey, my right. Hey everybody, it's John, aka Batman, here again. Always a pleasure to uh come here and talk nerdy stuff with these uh nerds. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> who are you calling the nerds? <laughs> Me, you, all of us. It's 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 an acceptance now. It, it has to be pretty it's much, <laughs> as they say. And last but not least, to my left, 
Uh, hey, it's Brian again. All right, and that completes the circle. Uh, like always, you guys already know the drill. It's our week in review. What we've done this week, for those who are just joining us for the first time, we just kind of tell a little bit about ourselves and what we've done over the week. Um, and for me, not much. Had vacation the, over the just couple days before the weekend, so I was productive. Had to get some stuff done. Things I wouldn't be able to because I'm always working. Banker's hours. Mm. <laughs> quote, unquote. Yeah, the quote, unquote, banker's hours. Wait, wait. Are you quoting the banker's hours or working? Both. <laughs> or getting stuff done. Because I'm literally like, working. Do you mean ba- by, like, sleeping in like 11? Or, like... <laughs> <laughs> For those who don't get the joke, I work at a bank. So there you go. Um, so, had some vacation days, so it... it made sense to try to be very very productive and do things that I'm not able to do during that time so felt very very productive and hanging out with uh, my boy Manny he's making some moves soon so you know hanging out with him and before he he ships out so alright who's next uh Brian okay um this was actually a pretty not dull week because it was Holidays actually did stuff with my family, but um, my previous job just ended. It was a contract, and it ended the end of June. So did some job hunting, had a couple interviews Friday, um, and then, of course, Fourth of July stuff. So yep. went with my family in Bold Tuesday morning and early afternoon, and then we grilled and just hung out, had homemade ice cream. Okay. Hold on. I want to go and interject. I can't believe between last episode and this episode, no one has said it yet. Happy Independence Day. Low-key, we kind of... America! Happy birthday, America. Thanks for... Uh, Being free and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> However, for, for, like... For, for, for respecting women and for stuff. <laughs> like, can, let, let, let's, let's, let's think about this for a moment. Can they really blame us considering that they, by this point, know we're African? Hey, we're on African time. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Better to say happy birthday late than to never say happy birthday. <laughs> right. Right. We, we appreciate you Even giving us our freedoms. <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So I hope you guys had a swell 4th of July. Thanks for reminding us, white accountant. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Batman. <laughs> You cut him off. You uh, what, 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 were you done, Brian? Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> tisk, tisk. Uh, anyway, let's see. I this last week I worked, and then I had a day off, and then I worked some more, and that just made Wednesday feel like both Monday and Wednesday at the same time. Which, anyway, um, yeah. Uh, no, like he's like uh, the accountant over here said, we bowled. I quote-unquote bowled. Um, I, I did terribly. I didn't break three figures any game. It was bad. It was bad. Um, and then, yeah, we grilled some food. We had some homemade ice cream that only sort of iced. Um, it was very sad. It tasted great, but it was not very ice creamy. So just uh, creamy, creamy. Yeah, it was basically cream, cream. Um, you know, the next day was great. Uh, and then yesterday we we went and saw Spider-Man with yeah. some of my friends. Yes. 
Yes. We'll be talking more about that later. We will. All right. Caleb. <laughs> uh, um, you know, my week has been like every other week lately. Uh, worked 50 hours and uh, got a call today saying that I can have the night off, so I get to be here with y'all. Uh, yeah, nothing really crazy happened. Uh, no, that's a great feeling. Just like you know you work a lot, then all of a sudden it's like, we recognize you work a lot. And we're not giving you a break because you deserve it. We just don't want to pay you. (laughs) 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 It's a sad reality we live in. Let's not laugh too much or we'll cry. (laughs) (laughs) This is true. This is true. I'm already dead inside, so joke on you. (laughs) JK, only slightly. All right, Timmy Tonga. What up, guys? So, what did I do this week? Sometimes, like, you know when you, like, days kind of blur together? Mm-hmm. It's been kind of like that. So you worked fifty hour work week. You just I will never know what that feels like. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, you I've just worked, doomed yourself, boy. Yeah, yeah I know. Yep. But uh, I've been working. I've been watching a ton of Hulu, uh, particularly Rick and Morty. Shows yep. hysterical. I just uh, <laughs> today. But yeah, so I've been doing a lot of that and uh, working on some more covers for my YouTube channel, uh, and also working on some songs. So hopefully, I can. It's more content out. Nice. Cool. Uh, for me, it's been a pretty boring week. So, of course, celebrate Murka, their birthday. Didn't have to work Monday or Tuesday. Their birthday? Yeah. Because we are a unified people. So, so we, we together. I say they because sometimes I don't know what pronouns to use. Anyways. Uh, kind of like uh, Batman was saying, then Wednesday rolled around. It felt like Monday and Wednesday at the same time, which is both equally and doubly disappointing. Yeah, I think that's a yeah. I, I like that equally and doubly disappointing. Yes. Yeah, that's a good way to. It's like you deceived me. Right. <laughs> How could you? That's so foolish. Right. <laughs> Anyways. So, and the thing that sucks is, even though there was a holiday, I still had class Monday and Wednesday. So it's just like... That's a criminal offense. That is a criminal offense. All I know is I rolled into class on Wednesday. Nobody was there. When I say nobody, that means like five other people were in the class. I was like, why do we even have class? You know, everyone else is either... Quite honestly, they're either hungover somewhere, because this is a 10 a.m. class. (laughs) Or they're out of town. It's like, they're not showing up to class. So why do we still have it? Because the freaking summer course, it's eight weeks, and our class ends in about two and a half weeks. And we have presentations that no one's prepared for. yippee ki Anyways, other than that, start a new anime because someone had mentioned it at uh, the one panel we never talk about at KnockerCon. And so I decided to watch it. Mm. <laughs> I'm not sure I like where this is going, but no, 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 no. For those of you that don't get, don't get the joke, we the very first panel we went to at KnockerCon was a sports anime and the and literally the people hosting the panel started off with, we don't watch sports anime, but we're, we're, we're going to give you a comprehensive list. First of all, that's a piece of point of comprehensive. If you don't know about it, how are you going to tell us about it? They're like, oh, we took screenshots and we read synopsises. That's how we're going to... Garbage. Yeah. Anyway, so I watched Free, which is a swimming anime. Which is pretty interesting. The first season was all right. Everything that pretty much happened, I expected to happen. There were a few curveballs. Would I recommend it to other people? Probably not. But take that for what it's worth. Second season, I'm still working on it. 
but slowly. it's pretty uh, not worth it. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so nobody transforms into like a half shark or a dude that would make it ten times better. <laughs> Boy, if this was animorphs, oh my gosh, that'd make it a thousand times better. Or street sharks. Let's or- just be honest about how terrible animorphs was, though. Like, uh, but no, no. TV but see, the thing is, the thing yeah. is, like, they're trying to do it live action. If it's translated to anime, oh my gosh, he's not wrong. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's true. So that's true. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Anyways, um, all right. So yeah, we're wrapping up our week in review. Um, just to kind of gu- give you guys a layout on how our show is going to progress today. Um, we got our discussion topic. We're gonna do right off the top. Um. So once we do that, um, we'll kind of lead into a couple of uh, interesting points that we've seen this week. Um, we'll mainly pertain to the CW TV with some of the announcements from um, Comic-Con. I almost forgot what it was. And then on the back half, we are going to go extensively into Spider-Man Homecoming. So uh, we'll let you know. So at least those who have not seen it can listen up to the first half of the show. It will be spoilers because we will talk about it pretty extensively. Um, so just a fair warning, but we will not start that immediately at the Be- top of the show. I'm just like going to stop do. you. Uh, for everyone else at the table, I just want to put bets. How many times do you think God is going to say extensively this podcast? I haven't even been counting, but I'm sure it's probably up to the yeah, number. We're about three or four right now. We're three or four in. I'm going with the solid 120. I'm just kidding. So last semester I had a professor who, I kid you not, his go-to word was mk. <laughs> mk. Is that okay. even a word or more like a little, just like a little grunt? Uh, mk. No, yeah. like he made it a word. It might be a grunt, but he made it a word. He said it religiously. When I say religiously, like this is a three-hour course once a week. My friend was sitting next to me, counted 93 times. 93. That's a lot, girl. How'd your friend do in the class if he was busy counting words? She did pretty all right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I need something to keep me focused. Fair enough. Are you focused on what he's saying or like the material? <laughs> See, the best part is he's like, I was paying attention to the teacher. How did I fail? I don't know. The world may never know. <laughs> but anyways, anyway, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's the show. So we're going to go ahead and kick off with... Uh, yeah. um, so our discussion that we're doing at the, uh, at the top of the show today... Um, Actually, you were okay. Yeah. So, first of all, what as collectively as a group, one of our favorite like content creators, YouTube, social media wise, is RDC World. So, if you ever get the chance to go to YouTube, you're on uh, Instagram, you're on Facebook. Go check out RDC World One. They're most likely hilarious. Most likely, ninety percent of the world's population who spends any time on YouTube or Facebook have seen one of their videos. Yeah, they did a bunch of stuff with, like, uh, especially the NBA Finals okay. that people are sharing. Anime in real life. Yeah, anime in real life. Uh, just a bunch of hilarious skits and stuff. Uh, but uh, Mark, one of the, like, guys that runs it, put out an interesting Twitter poll. Which is the better series, or which series did you like more? Teen Titans or Avatar The Last Airbender. Now, we're not talking Teen Titans Go. We're talking OG Teen Titans. Man. It's tough. Yeah, and I know, and I'm trying to figure out, like, exactly how to word it, because, like, the wording is everything. Which one was better, and, like, which one did you like more? Two completely separate questions. 
So from the standpoint and for discussion's sake, which, which one, one was better? Let's see. That that's a tough. So I guess this is how we'll do it. So pick which one's better, and then give your reasoning why down the list. So we'll just have a bro. I, you want to start? No, I don't want to start. <laughs> I don't know if I want to answer. Like, <laughs> and, and such. I feel like I'll be incriminated if I pick one and don't pick the other. Like, <laughs> like that's but so I, hard, man. Like, that's a testament. I absolutely love both of those series. But that's just a testament to both of those shows. So, like, to pick one or the other and to struggle just... It's like asking a parent to pick their favorite kid. Like, they just can't. You like I them both equally. I was going to say, <laughs> you might depend on the family. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you've got a point. And it depends on the child and how they grow up because, I mean, you could have twins and they're completely opposite by the time they're 18. I don't know, but, you know, hey. Um, I mean, I'll go ahead and start off because, like, this is super tough. Um, I'll start by saying this. I'm going to go ahead and pick Teen Titans. That's what I picked in the Twitter poll. Um, and only slightly. And the only reason I say slightly is because we did not get a complete end to Teen Titans. If we got a sixth season and they carried out with their plan that they were proposing and they were, uh, I believe they were going to focus really on Starfire Saga at that point. Mm -hmm. And we did get a finale like we did with Avatar. Hands down, probably would have been the best show ever. No discussion. But because there's still that eh, question mark... There's still room for error, room for question, like, what could have been, but, we're, and we're left hanging. Okay. Not to take anything away from, oh, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, Avatar, but I think with what they uh, proposed with Teen Titans, first of all, it was super deep for a kid's show. Well, both of them. Yeah, and it was it was really a great balance between, both of them did great, but I think t- Titans had a better balance between, like, those serious moments and really defining those episodes where it's just like... Okay, let's actually, let's kind of readjust this a little bit. Let's maybe take this in chunks, and maybe we might be able for each of us to arrive at our answers. So how about we break it up into sections such as between the two, which one had better character slash character development? Which one had better... Plot points, mm, so on and so forth. That doesn't help me anymore. It actually makes it much harder. I know. Because now, like, well, now I'm thinking about it. It's like, yo, so like, yeah, they didn't finish Titans, but they finished Avatar, and I had a connection with both, and I'm just like, hey. They're both really funny. Mm-hmm. They both had their serious moments. Both had great action, great development. Beautiful great art. Yes. Just the, the art behind it. First of all, so let's, 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 yeah, so different. Let, let's talk about OG Titans Robin. That character design. Oh. Okay, wait, wait, hang on, hang on. Then, then let's start there. Like, which art style did you prefer Personally, between the two? I Titans. did like Avatar art style. I, I agree with you. It had that mix of, you know, Western anime with classic, you know. Yeah. I loved it. Uh. I would I would have to actually lean toward Avatar as well. Uh, I feel like it was just a little cleaner, a little crisper. They did better with, like, kind of big shots, wide shots. Um, you know what? I think I got my answer. I'm sorry to catch you up. Go ahead. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I would definitely give that one pretty solidly to Avatar. Okay. Yeah, I think for animation, I have to agree on Avatar. Okay. I like both, but Avatar is definitely... It sounds like... Well, yeah, and... 
especially action sequences, I would definitely go with Avatar. But like in terms of stills, I'm still gonna uh, go with Titans. Well, I well, yeah, but I'm yeah, talking yeah. about like yeah, just animation the whole package. Yeah, like and that's split and divided. Like I'm fifty fifty on that. Like I yeah, said, if, when if you more, had to like, pick one, if you if had, had to, pick, to one? pick one, that's the idea of this conversation. If you had to pick one, I'm going with Titans. Yeah, I will probably agree with the rest of you guys on that one. It's Avatar. Um, yes, it was so clean. It was also really when that show came out, it gave that look of being ahead of its time art wise. Yeah. Um, it was just so different and and really gorgeous and clean to look at in so many different ways and aspects. As far as my answer goes, I'm actually going to go with Avatar because Caleb brought up the point like it's like a mixture of like Western style and that like Eastern style of like drawing and uh and writing and whatnot and I love okay. like the Chinese element that they had to it especially like with the bending like yes. I just loved and how all, all that worked it. yeah and all that and just like okay. the idea of the avatars and like you know having access to them in the spirit realm and mm-hmm. just I'm gonna have to go with the avatar on this okay. you know that when, actually they just released a like top 10 things you may not know about avatar when they did all of those elemental sequences they actually filmed people doing those techniques and then animated it into That's awesome. the show. That's amazing. So there was actually yeah. like act, acting, like live action acting behind the show wow. that That's they incorporated into the show. So um, honestly, I might have to go ahead uh, and just call I will, out uh, um, it is. If, okay, what about plot points? Or, uh, yeah, plot points. Okay. Between the two series. Titans! <laughs> like, y'all, they are going to be pro-Titans, but, uh, like, honestly, if we're looking at it, uh, Avatar had a great storyline, but for me, it always seemed very, a little bit more straightforward. And that's not always bad, but, like, when you're looking compared to Titans, like, off the bat, one of the major villains got their own leader to turn to the dark side. And then, all of a sudden, after that, wait, was it after that, he became Red X? Yeah. No, he, he point, became Red X in the process of... No, no, he did not. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, like, and especially then you find out as they're going throughout the seasons and they're really diving into people's uh, past, then you find out about Beast Boy and his time with the mm-hmm. Doom Patrol. Uh, then you're bringing in characters like... Uh, Kid Flash, he was only there for like <laughs> five episodes. That was like, Total. like with the whole like uh, the Doom Patrol yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. I will admit that was a fantastic arc. Like I was legitimately thinking like they're gonna lose. Yeah, this is the end of T. I was legitimately thinking that, and like I don't think I've ever felt like that during any other series period, point blank period. That's mm-hmm. one thing I, I do incredible. feel like with Teen Titans, I felt like. Obviously, they were wanting to go further than where they went because they uh, were yeah, having so many arcs, so many stories, so many things coming in. I mean, that's one thing I loved about it. They were planning for the like planning for a long haul, a long run, mm-hmm. ten seasons even. Who knows? And that's one thing I wish they could have got. So the thing are, I like are, about Avatar, though, they're like from the first one, we got to stop Fire Lord Ozai before the comet. Or yeah, they're just okay. like, oh, comet. That's that's our goal. We have a summer to mm-hmm. do this. So when you're talking about the straightforward plot, I like that because it's like, I here's where I'm at now. That's where it's going to be in the middle of the summer. I want to see with progression, and well, that's what they showed was straight character with progression. With that though, you also there's another element to that. So they have to do it by the summer, but Aang also has to master 
those elements mm-hmm. all within that exactly. Time. And you're just and like that, that kind of adds to the story. Mm-hmm. So, I was like, so, oh, crap. so then for <laughs> you, would you say? Are you saying Avatar then? On on plot point. I would probably say Titan simply because it has more interesting plot points. Okay. Um, it was, like I said, it was, you know, designed for more than what we got. It's to where Avatar, it gave us what we wanted. Okay. It gave us what we needed. So I would say Titans as far as plot points. Okay. I would say I would pick Teen Titans on an episode-by-episode basis, so grabbing any one episode of Teen Titans on average versus any one episode of Avatar, I would lean Teen Titans, but on the term of, in terms of, like, the meta plot and the overarching story, I would lean Avatar, because Teen Titans had traces of a meta plot, you know, like a plot that goes throughout an entire season, but most of it was a two to four episode arc Mm -hmm. and then they would move on so I feel like you saw stronger individual stories and episodes on average like there are some fantastic Avatar Last Airbender episodes but there are also some that are kind of just okay or even does yeah they're mm -hmm. they're definitely fillers Um, you know and I think Ember Island Players is probably one of the best filler episodes I've ever seen in that sense just because of how it does it but um, that would be what I would say. So kind of both, but yeah, episode by episode, I'll lean Titans, but overarching plot, like the whole series meta plot, I'll go Avatar. All I have to say is best episode of Avatar, hands down, Tales of Bossing Say. Yes. Yes. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, accountant. Um, I'd say for plot overall, I'll go Teen Titans, just because they had several different good plots mixed in there. They had a at least a few good episodes focusing on each different character and their development, so I like that, but I did like the straightforward uh, nature of Avatar's plot overall. Okay. For me, it's, it, like all of us, it's, it's definitely a, a tough choice, but I, I'm going to say Teen Titans for the fact of we saw one villain which was Slade, used in so many different facets of that show, which made it better. It was because you know how a lot of shows these days will take one villain, use him in one aspect of the manner, and then just toss him away. That's what a lot of shows do these days, and they never really truly explore every aspect of it. We saw Slade when he was dealing with Robin or the Titans and really trying to take him down earlier on, but then we also saw him from the aspect of when he was being controlled by Trigun and he was trying to like figure out, like, okay, maybe I can use him to help me get somewhere and it, like there were just so many different elements to Slade while still introducing other characters but yet using him in a fresh new way but also still not getting rid of him because there was a obviously as we know he like he was gone at one point but yet he was still lingering in Robin's head that just to show how like methodical he was and I, to me, that that made those plot points interesting because it was like every every so few episodes you would think, oh, is Slade gonna return? If he does, how's it gonna happen? How is he really still messing with the Titans? Um, so it really made me stick with it in that sense of it. Um, moving on, uh, character development as a whole and to the individual characters. 
Mm. Which one had better character progressions through the tenure of its seat? Brian, do you want to start with this one? Okay. I think it's really hard to pick for this one. I think Teen Titans did it from a broader range of characters, just because they had more... They had the main Titans, they had the Titans... What was it? East or West, West. they were focusing on. Whichever yeah, one it was, yeah, yeah. it had Bumblebee. Titans 2. Uh, I think <laughs> it was Titans East. I yeah. think it was the Beast Squad. <laughs> yeah. So both of those teams got some development. You saw some development with some of the villains like Jinx, uh, and even maybe a little bit with Gizmo. So you saw a lot of development. Red X. Uh, so in that range, for range of characters, I'd say Teen Titans probably, but both did a really good job on their core characters and even some of the villains or in the case of Avatar at least villains who became uh, good guys like Zuko and uh, everyone but pretty much but Azula that he hung out with in Fire Nation so. <laughs> well no you even saw character development from Azula in you uh, did but not to, not to a good guy well no we're <laughs> <laughs> even close to a good guy so um, yeah, oh are you done I was just saying so, it's pretty dead even for me on that so you can't? Are you saying you can't pick one because I yeah, mean, we have to? Pick there was one. a lot of <laughs> there was a lot of it for both. Like, let's see, I'll just focus on the main group creature and that'll make it easier. Uh, I'd say maybe Teen Titans more, just because at the beginning you didn't know anything about hardly any of them, and by the end you know a lot more about Raven and all of them. Find out yeah, it's probably. I think I would agree. Raven had probably the biggest progression out of any of the Titans or just anybody in that series. Definitely agree with that. Batman. I am gonna give a sort of split answer again. I feel like Avatar did a better job of showing, at least for the core characters, what I would consider full character development and progression. I felt like we could see the changes happening in each of the characters, so Aang, Katara, Sokka, uh, Toph, uh, I totally blanked, uh, Zuko, uh, all of them went through journeys that left them different at the end of the series than where they were at the beginning of the series, like notably different. I feel like Teen Titans probably edges out in giving us compelling characters that I guess I care about from beginning to end. Like there are points where I had trouble caring about some of the characters in Avatar, um, and I feel like individual character focus episodes were a bit stronger in Teen Titans. Like we would get episodes that were really focused on Starfire, really focused on Robin. But I don't feel like we saw as much full development and change. Like, if you looked at Robin at the beginning of Teen Titans and Robin at the end of Teen Titans, I don't feel like there was as much difference as there was in, say, Aang at the beginning of Avatar and Aang at the end of Avatar. Or, honestly, the biggest one in my mind is Zuko at the beginning of Avatar and Zuko Mm -hmm. at the end of Avatar. Um, I feel like we got a better array of villains in Teen Titans. Like, we got a lot of interesting characters. They really kind of dug into the B, C, and D list there. (laughs) 
Um, I feel like we didn't get as many villains in Avatar, but again, we maybe got a little bit more for each of them, especially as time went on. Uh, you know, I mean, when Fire Lord Joker, I mean, Ozai, <laughs> um, finally showed up. Like, Fire Lord Ozai, the whole first season, you don't even hear about the guy hardly. You know, it's just, he's there. You know, you see shadows. You don't even hear his voice, except maybe once. And he doesn't even show up until second season. But you feel his presence through the first season. And so I feel like that's really compelling. I think it's comparable to Slade. But I feel like for recurring villains, Avatar maybe edges out a little bit. But it's again, it's kind of the overarching view versus the moment-by-moment view. So I, I think I'm kind of sticking with the same answer there in the sense that Teen Titans, I think, edges out a little bit on any individual episode but Avatar edges out in terms of the overall picture. Okay. Caleb? Man, you guys have brought up some valid points, but I still think it'd be easier for me to just pick Avatar over this because through, through Teen Titans, like you guys were saying, you see different varieties of characters and how they've changed. Each season was dedicated to a character, a little bit of story development from them, but again, in the end... Robin's still Robin, Beast Boy's still Beast Boy, Cyborg's still Cyborg, so on. They're, you don't really see them change. It's where in Avatar, you see Zuko complete, you know, 180. You, know, you see Katara mature from from a little girl to basically a leader. She, I mean, she started her own tribe back up again. And same with uh, Sokka becoming a warrior, going from ponytail boy to boomerang guy, you know? Like, <laughs> you see him progress. You see Toph. Um, go from a runaway to, you know, feeling like she's a part of a family. She came and, up with her own bending. Yeah, I know. Exactly. And one thing I really liked was even Toph was like, I want to go on a trip with Zuko and get a life-changing experience. It's my turn. Like, yeah. <laughs> they talk about it. Like, everyone had something that changed them throughout that, and you could see it. Mm-hmm. It's where, uh, you know, Titans are just kind of like, eh, yeah. I guess, like, to kind of add on to that, I'm, I'm going to go with Avatar as well. Like, I feel like their character development was more intertwined with mm-hmm. each other. Exactly. I'm not saying that doesn't happen in Teen Titans, but it's just more it's more prominent and more visible in Avatar. And I kind of, I prefer that style, like, of growth together as a team versus, like, independent solo development. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to go with Avatar. Um... Yeah, so lots of great things have been said, and I'm going to kind of go the way John's looking at it, or Batman. Um, If we're looking at individual moments, Avatar probably had one of the best character developments, and I think it's a tie for two people, actually. Uh, One, obviously, you guys mentioned Zuko, but I think the other person, like, their character development that we sleep on is Sokka. Yes. Like, because originally this dude was just a background comedic Mm -hmm. relief. Yep. And then next thing you know, he's flying a freaking airship, mm-hmm. losing his space sword. He got a space sword. But anyways, I think, like, they have, like... That indiv- was one of the best episodes was yes. when he made the sword. You that was, that was all of his progression right there. It was literally, oh, yeah, wait a second. This is something that, oh, hey, I want this. I'm going to pursue this, and I will not stop until I get what I want. And then they train him, and literally, he's just like, okay, I'm just a goofball, too. Okay, i got to be serious now. Mm-hmm. And then when he meets his dad and sees how much, you know, hasn't seen his dad in so long, his dad sees how 
how much he's matured. He's just like, I want to be the next warrior. I want to lead. I want to be that. He yeah. sees that, and he's just like, I am a warrior. Puts on the face paint, and he's just like, let's go. Yeah. So they had, like, in terms of, like, those individual moments, they had uh, the better handling and in-depth uh, exposure for those character developments in those two. Um, thinking big picture across the story, you're right. Uh, it wasn't as apparent in Teen Titans, but I think when you're looking at it from the team standpoint, mm-hmm. you really can see it. You you can. So it's not like individually based, but a- as they operate as a team throughout those five seasons is where you really see the change. And like when you start off, like you said, you you get uh, John, you gave the example of Robin. You see Robin at the end. He's not very different from uh, well at the beginning. He's not very different from Robin at the end, um, and not necessarily that. They said this or they portrayed it anyways, but to me, Robin was always the one that was put together a little bit more than the other Titans. So, at least for me, he was always going to have struggles, but he wasn't necessarily going to change that much over the season. So, but in terms of like his leadership capacity and being able to hold his team together, I think that's really where a lot of the focus was yeah, throughout seeing that there, change. But, uh, Not much development. No, but here's the thing. Right. Let, let, let me let me let me throw this out there. Are we also saying that for the fact that because most of us here, actually all of us here, are pretty much DC fans? Could it be for the fact of we know what these characters are supposed to be, and where they they need to get to be those characters? That can that hinder Not just for enough? Me, no. Personally, me either. I well, honestly, when I started watching Teen Titans, I wasn't reading comics. I knew about Batman and Robin, and I knew that I like Robin, and Robin was in this show, and I liked this show. I didn't really know too much about the background. I mean, obviously, I watched you know Batman but, the animated series, and I. But see, but that's the thing, okay. Batman the animated series. I mean, a show that obviously pulls from the comics, so we understand from a standpoint how Robin should be. You, you see what I'm saying? Now, again, yes, I'm not disagreeing that individually. You know, there was this big progression, but it was really, really from a team standpoint. And I, I see what you're saying on that, because, I mean, just a few examples from, like, I think, like, the second or third episode, when the hive comes in and, like, the tower's a mess. Mm-hmm. They're just like, man, how do these people live like this? Towards the end of the episode, they're they're working together as a team. Like, I think a few so, episodes in, t- Robin and Cyborg, yeah. like break up the team because they couldn't cooperate. No, no, I, I, no, that was the first episode. Exactly. And that's, I think that's one thing I liked about the show, and I'm going to give this to Teen Titans because of that first episode. The first episode, because it's not too often you come into a show and there's disappointment. Already problems. Yeah, mm-hmm. already, boom, there's problems. So to show the team dynamic and what it was at from the very, very beginning to how it ended is probably why I'm going to give it to Teen Titans because it was like... Like, you're in the cluster of it immediately, and you have to sort it out. And the thing is, it didn't come in until probably, what, season three or four when they did. It was right after the the big race when Robin opens up the mm-hmm. briefcase that you kind of see, like, the origins of the Teen Titans where Starfire comes in. Beast Boy still got his, you know, his hood on, his, his mask. Yeah. His exactly. mask, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, and that's why I'm going to get simply just because of that first episode. Okay. Because just to be in the... Because not too many shows like to do that, where they just throw you into the middle of the problem. Usually you build the problem, they give you hints, they let you know, like, okay, 
this might be an issue later. We're not quite there yet, but we're going to tease it. And they're like, nope, they can't work together. They're about to break up. And now it's them trying to figure out like, okay, so this is who I am individually, but who am I in a team? And if, if you, yeah, I, again, if you look at them from a team standpoint, those guys made progress leaps and bounds. But I think for the fact of because we know who those characters are and who they are individually, we didn't see too much individual if we were taken character by character. We didn't see big jumps. But it was just from a team aspect, I think, that we can see a lot more. So overall, let's just go around and just say our answers real quick. Which do you think is better? I said it before. I'm going to say it again for those of y'all that didn't hear me loud enough. <clears throat> Teen Titans is the best show, even though it wasn't completed. So please bring it back for a sixth season. Y'all brought back Young Justice. You can't do this to us. We need resolution. Amen. What happened to Tara? Amen. Um, okay. I'll go next. I'll go next. The real question is who's right next? What's in the And I'm going to box? I'm going to follow... Matthew's lead on that and go team Titans for the fact of it's give it we're still talking about it today because we don't have closure and it was so good that we can we're still able to talk about it and visualize and imagine and give our opinions on this show and to me it had better plot twists as a whole and so some of those plots like at the end Red X Who's Red X? We're still talking about who Hold Red on. X is. Like, like TBH, the first time they brought Red X, that was a plot twist in itself. Uh-huh. That was a plot twist like, in yeah. itself. Plot twist is Robin. Because all of a sudden it's just like, hold up, but Robin was trapped back. Hologram. Dang. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Some Batman level stuff yeah. right there. So, um, just for stuff like that, because it wasn't completed and we're still talking about it today as if, as if it's going to come back tomorrow. Teen Titans just because it gives us so much conversation Um, but obviously it's not saying I don't like Avatar I love Avatar but that slight edge is going to Teen Titans just because and I just want to interject also the reason why I love it they never needed the Justice League like they might have needed some help but they never needed the Justice League they didn't bring them into the fold that would have been yeah. a great crossover, though. Mm-hmm. Teen Titans meet the Justice League. No, I th- and I think really for a lot of those characters, because that's why we're getting them in, you know, like in Justice 2, we're starting to see them a lot more was because of this show um, in other facets moving forward. Um, yeah, yeah so, so, Brian. I'd say from a more objective standpoint, Quite possibly only because it actually finished Avatar by a, a hair, but I liked probably Teen Titans episode for episode more. Okay. So. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. It sounded like you just got the hardest news in your life. <laughs> well, I'm a big guy, and there's a lot of us in this room, and it's a little warm. That's it not helping me. Uh, it is a bit warm. It is a bit warm. But uh, no. Yeah, well, it's a tough call. It really is. I'm using the term best show. I'm going to give it to Avatar. I think it edges out. To me, it edges out in enough categories that it wins there. It is not a wide margin by any stretch, but I just I I think as best show, I think it wins out a little bit. So, 
Man, yep. Uh, like I said earlier, I definitely have to say Avatar. Um, honestly, simply because of everything. It, it finished. It gave us closure. It gave us, you know, that character progression, that closure that we needed. I don't have to ask, well, what's next? They even gave us well, Korra. I mean, that's true. But, I mean, it, just even from the outside looking in, like, mm-hmm. the, the entertainment industry is a fickle thing. So, I mean, I, and, and how often you get a series that finishes and it, it gives you everything that you've ever wanted. Everything you ever wanted? Mm. It gives us enough <laughs> There's no show that gives us everything we ever wanted. Look at how The Legend of Korra ended and how the fandom was split. Okay, okay. okay. I'm not talking about that. We're not talking about Legend of Korra. Like, no, like brought, honestly, you brought it up. Like, honestly, whether you agreed with it or not, we're, that's a discussion mm-hmm. for another day. It split the fandom very vocally. So yeah. it never, tr- any show ever truly gives us what we all Like, want. if they ended just at the last Airbender, that would have been cool. Sitting on a mill. Yeah. For the rest of life, chilling. Mm-hmm. But nah. Nope. I mean, we're right. thankful that they came out with that, but mm-hmm. they didn't have to. Yeah, okay. so you guys know my answer. I don't need to explain myself. It is absolutely No, explain right. yourself. Nope. Hashtag did. this dude's lying, Your Honor. <laughs> <laughs> She's lying under oath, Your Honor. <laughs> but yeah, I'm go with the Avatar. Same. Well, results say y'all are wrong. According to Twitter, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, uh, according to the poll, like, because uh, this is, for those of you that are still tracking along, this did start with a Twitter poll. Uh, 55% of people went with Avatar. So it wasn't even, like, a wide margin. So Honestly, I feel like at this point it was a matter of, do you like Bat- do you like DC or have you seen this you know well, show that you may not have seen? And I think a lot of Nickelodeon. and I think a lot of people were kind of like you because it actually completed. Mm-hmm. They're just like, oh, we have a finished series. Yeah, we have uh, the fact and people like closure, but I mean, obviously if, we would if not they be closure. They should have kept buying toys so we can get a sixth season for TV. <laughs> <laughs> No, but sh- no shade. I, I, and you see, I, again, like I'm attributing it to Teen Titans because this, it's stuff like that. When because they didn't finish, that's why we're doing this very podcast. It's for stuff like this. Loki. That's why we have Young Justice. Like, well, it's true, but which you one? Know. Okay, it was a good pickup. We'll, we'll okay. see. We'll see. But like, not a substitute, but it's a good addition. Yeah. <laughs> um. But you know that's obviously another topic for another yeah. day. But anyways, yeah. Thanks for joining another discussion. What do you guys think? What show did you like better? Did you like Teen Titans better? Because that's obviously the right choice. If you say anything else, you're wrong. I'm just kidding. Uh, what did you guys like better? What were your favorite? Uh, what really sold you? Was it the plot points, character development, uh, overarching themes? Let us know in the comment section. Teen Titans or Avatar The Last Airbender. Or maybe you liked Legend of Korra better than those two. Why you would do that, I don't know. But What's let us know wrong with your life? Or maybe you've never seen either one of them, which, you know, I guess would be a possibility. Too. If so, you know what you're doing over the next several days. Mm-hmm. Except none of them are on Netflix. Good which luck. That <laughs> Is it on Hulu? Maybe? I don't know. Well, you can buy the Avatar's box set. Avatar's on Prime. If you have Prime. Oh, yeah, if you have Prime. You, you, can, buy the bo- you can buy the f- complete uh, um, series for, I think, 30 bucks Teen Walmart. Titans definitely needs to be on Netflix, and Netflix just needs to pick up the series and finish it. I feel like that's a possibility. I mean, it could could happen. 
I don't know. It'd be fantastic. Anyway. Incoming news Avatar was not on Hulu. And I'm very upset. <laughs> 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 it is not on Hulu. Teen Titans. Oh, yeah, okay, um, we're going to stick with this. Uh, you know, continue with that partial DC theme moving forward here. Um, so, obviously, we're going to talk a little bit of San Diego Comic-Con, not everything, but um, actually, we're going to start with the Flash portion. I know we didn't talk about that, but news had stated, if I read that correctly, Barry is back episode one. He's okay. not going to be gone long. When they say back, do they mean like they show him inside the Speed Force or no, he's like out he's, of the Speed Force? It sounds like he will be out. Like he will be back with Team Flash. Um, I'm assuming by the end of the episode, like he will be out. Okay. Question is, I how do you feel about hearing that he news? Out okay. In the first five minutes, I'm punching a hole through my TV. But then again, remember, like, <laughs> the, uh, so let, let me let me put it like this. Okay, so. How do you how do you feel about it, and how do you think he's coming back? And then also to you uh, to that Tim, remember they do kind of follow calendar days for the most part. They stick. Yeah. So are, obviously are there's going to be some realism. So, so because homie's remember, gonna be, homie's going to be gone for like three four months. Yeah, he's he's going to be gone for a few months. So when by the time longer, we get well, by the time we get to the episode one, he's going to be gone for a while. We just won't see that on screen. So, what do you think of that? How does that make you feel hearing that supposedly he'll be back episode one? How do you think it will happen? And what do you think that will look moving forward? And what is wrong with you two? (laughs) Nothing. There was an incident. (laughs) Speed Force. (laughs) Anyways, uh, I'll go ahead and kick off this discussion. Um, Not going to say. Bit whelmed. Very. With all this DC talk, I had to throw that in there. For those of you that have watched that show and know what I'm talking about, you're the realest MVP. Anyways. Yes, I am whelmed that Barry's going to be back episode one. Because, and for me, honestly, ever since they're talking about, hey, Wally West is going to be back. Wally West will have his powers in season three. I have been dying for Wally West to get one episode by himself without worrying about Barry on his back, where he gets to do the entire intro and outro, even though they don't do outros of this show, where he's going to be like, hey, guys, my name is Wally West. I'm the fastest man alive. Now, they did one episode like that, (laughs) but Barry was still around. I'm talking about, like, Solo. He is the A-cop. He's the detective. He is running this joint. People messing stuff up, they answer to him. I really wanted at least a few string of episodes like that. Um, Maybe we might get this with the crisis that might still be happening, question mark, uh, from the newspaper and the time vault. But that's a really quick turnaround. Especially with the way that it ended, it's just like, all right, I'm at peace now. That It really just depends on how they set it up, how the writers see fit to bring Barry back to justify Barry being back only three or four months after leaving like I get that's a long time in retrospect like when you're looking at it especially in their line of well not for speedsters for any other hero that's a long time but I don't know for me eh I'd really like it if maybe like mid-seasons when they're like crap guys like we need Barry but at the same time I can see where that would cause issues because it's like then it's like Barry dependent because I don't know that's all I got yeah that was like a lot of rambling (laughs) yeah um they've really I guess the series has made it a point to let yeah to let you know that Barry Allen is the focal point 
of the show. Just like Arrow and Supergirl, um, that like those guys that are in the front of that camera and the pictures well, and maybe, posters well, at least for that, the not, focal point. Not the focal point, but a focal point. But like, yeah. well, I mean, they've well, already said well, like, like no, for I'm, example, like Green Arrow. No, no, I don't, I'm, talk, I'm talking about for like Flash. He's a focal point, not the focal point, just because of how we know they'll progress and like how Flash it's like always changing at least the mantle or whatever. That's I'm dead. Well, I'm just interjecting. Continue. But I can't agree with that entirely. Well, not yet, but I'm like the way they set it up, the way we would like to see them set it up. It that's how. That's we, your wishful thinking. Yeah. That's well, not how it's well, gone. especially if they're gonna do it with the crisis. Well, okay, but but here's here's the thing: they might end it with the crisis, and we get no closure on that. First of all, that'd be on some Smallville BS. We don't want that. Someone's very vocal. Someone's very vocal. You know, I kind of expected it. It's kind of like the whole. It's in this sense, it's very close to the whole Oliver, quote unquote, dying. Yeah. That's literally what we're looking at. I mean, we all knew Oliver wasn't going to see that. Mm, yeah. And so, like, that's literally what we're getting. So, at this point, I've just accepted it. Yeah. So, I'm like, okay, we're not really going to focus on I mean, it's kind of disappointing these coming back on the first episode. I mean... But, I mean, then again, like, this man is on a contract, so they kind of have to. I mean, yeah. You're right. Well, at least they have to show him. <laughs> like, can a picture of him just be like... Like, Iris just, like, wakes up to a picture of Barry, and just, that's it. That's all we need. Like, oh, yeah, they still think about him. He's still probably gone. Wally West just kind of picked up. I mean, they already said that Wally West is not going to pick up the mantle of the Flash. She is going to remain Kid Flash. So, I mean... Chicanery. <laughs> <laughs> He's actually now going by his full name, Wallace. But they have uh, called him Wallace a couple times. Well, no, I was... Yeah, never mind. Uh, that was a joke. It, it fell. Never mind. Continue. Obviously. First of all, where do you get off? No. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, okay. Anyways. I would say I am not only whelmed, I am outright disappointed. Uh-huh. Uh, so that. putting aside the whole buried in the speed force for three months only to rise again analogies... Um, I just episode one like at least give us like two or three episodes mm-hmm. like or okay like oh Grant Gustin's on contract okay well have him appear in dreams and visions and flashbacks I mean half of the Arrow season is a flashback <laughs> we could do it for half a Which season is finally and finally caught up praise the Lord but so now we're gonna flashback to season oh, one. Now. Um, <laughs> and then when we're in that flashback, it just happens to flashback. So flashback the f- in a flashback? In a flashback? <laughs> Sorry, I've been watching and suddenly Barry shows up because <laughs> time travel. Um, I just, I feel like even as much as I felt like the whole, oh, he's got to go into the speed force, there's no other way, he's at peace with it, etc. All of that, I was like, I felt like it was a little forced, but I'm like, okay, you know what? Barry's making a decision. He's making it calmly. He's trying to face up to consequences, etc. He's back the first episode of the next season. I'm like, what are consequences? What is sacrifice? What does any of that matter, apparently? That's, well, that's kind I, of my point. I, I mean, it, like, even from the comics to the TV show, like, for a Flash, sacrifice really isn't that much when you can run back in time and try to fix everything. But you know what? 
at least in the comics, when Barry Allen sacrificed himself, he stayed dead for like 30 years. You're not wrong. You know, yeah. like I'm not again. I'm not expecting Grant Gustin to not show up on this show, but a couple episodes. I a mean, few he could episodes, probably communicate something. through the Speed Force. Right. Again, Wallace. we right. don't need to have him be completely gone, but let in the act. Like again, going off the whole visions or dreams or whatever. Wally's the one doing the things in the real world. You know, why aren't we playing more with whole the whole? Oh, Wally's going to be faster than Barry. Like, is that going to be a thing, or is that going to be dropped, too? I just... It's the kind of thing that leaves me frustrated. You know, I would rather they just not have even done the whole, oh, Barry has to go into the Speed Force thing, if they're going to bring him back that quickly. Yeah. Like, at that point, just have him, I don't know, vibrate to the left, and that gets rid of the prison or something. I don't know. Like, so now it's like... Is he going to sucker somebody into going into the prison, or is he just going to run around a couple times inside the Speed Force, and then that's actually all we needed? You know, like what's going to happen? I, I feel like no matter what happens, we're not going to be, we're not going to feel very satisfied with it, unless it's some weird double blind, like oh he can come out of the Speed Force occasionally, but then he has to go back in, sort of thing. But then it's like, is it going to be a thing where oh Wally's Saturday going okay? But then, oh, Wally can't do it for himself, so he needs Barry to help him. Like, yeah, I just, I don't feel like we're going to get any sort of good, satisfying thing. I'd almost rather they just do it the first episode and then be done with it and not try to go back to it at that point. If you're going to not have it sit for a few days, you know, a few episodes. If you're going to bring him back first episode, bring him back and have it be done and focus on other stuff for the season. Because otherwise it's just going to feel super forced. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. Um, I think, I don't know, but then there's also, I think, this possibility, because he was so willing to go, I think it's the team that's going to fish him out. I don't think it's going to be Barry. And I, I think someone's going to say, I was going to say, somebody's going to say something that will eventually convince them, like, okay, I'll actually find a way out. But I think it will be the team. I think it's going to be the team that's going to be a little bit selfish on this sense. And that's why we're going to see him back episode one. I see that happening. Barry, I miss you. I miss you, Iris. <sighs> Hold on. How is she talking to the dude, though? Cisco. He's not wrong. Uh, I mean, that's happened <laughs> twice times before. Like, it is that's how they got uh, this his face out of the Speed Force prison. This is Cisco's just like, Reach the hand out. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, I mean, we established Cisco can vibe to at least sort of see the speed force. Although, interestingly enough, it seems like when he sees it, it's just a bunch of swirling cloud and lightning instead of peaceful heaven land that Barry sees. Or like Slade Wilson sees. That's a great segue. <laughs> Even though we probably cut off three people that haven't talked yet. Anyways, moving forward. I'm just kidding. I mean, that's that's fine. We can, I have no thoughts or words. Yeah. <laughs> that's fine. We. I mean, we yeah, need to keep pushing forward, anyways. Yeah. So, uh, moving forward with the DC talk, we shared on our page that uh, there is a new hero amongst us, and. Better yet, he believes in our Lord and Savior, the Speed Force. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) Can I get a hallelujah? Anyway, no, please don't do that. But this was in conjunction with Lazarus' contract 
and uh, Deathstroke 21, he had an encounter and now found religion, which is a weird combination, I must say. Like, I know it shouldn't be weird, but it's still weird. I think it's the execution that makes it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, what are your guys' thoughts? I know, Batman, you were talking, you, uh, you were uh, very underwhelmed, am I correct? I, okay, so I have not picked up all of the full issues, but I've seen, uh, I saw several panels from one of the issues, and at first it was like, oh, he had an encounter with the Speed Force, and now he believes in a higher power and he wants to do good. I'm like, eh, I don't know that it'll be handled that well, but whatever. But then I saw, so I guess, like, it kind of links to there's a character that he, like, the end result is he built a team. I don't remember what the team's even called, but it's like him, Wallace West, which is to say the black Wally West, because mm-hmm. now they've got both Wally Wests in yeah. the main yeah. DC yeah. universe. So moving past that, um, they Wallace West, um, I forgot her civilian name, but I think she goes by Ta- Power Girl. Tanya Spears. Tanya Spears. Doesn't she go by Power Girl? Yeah. And then, like, the rest of Slade Wilson's family, so, essentially. Yeah, like, Jericho, his wife, right. ex-wife, yeah. and then... Rose, um, or Ravager. Defiance. So, like, yeah, the team's defiance. Okay, so the thing that really kind of just set, almost set my teeth on edge was the panels where I was seeing where he's talking to uh, Power Girl, and he's basically saying... He basically says, well, you need to forgive me because you're a Christian, and, like, spits some verses out. But it never feels like he's even, like... He truly understands. Without getting into a lot of theology, I feel like he's... I saw a commenter say he's essentially using it as a weapon, which fits his character. He uses everything as a weapon. But it didn't really feel super sincere, and I'm just like... I mean, he's like, oh, I've given up killing except for this one guy that I'm going to kill. And oh, hey, that killing has apparently orchestrated international international turmoil. And now the team's going to have stuff to do, and I'm just like, I feel like it's being set up where all along he was playing everybody, and it's just... You've been fooled. Like, it's just extra frustrating to me that they're using the the angle of he got religious, and then he also used another character's religion essentially against them in a way that's, like, if you actually sat down, like, with a lot of pastors or whatever, they'd be like, that's not really quite how that works. And it just... I just it doesn't settle well in my stomach is how I would say it like again if they had just stuck with you know he's had a a transcendent vision and he wants to change his life I'd be like you know what okay build a team even okay but they've really been harping some of that stuff and again the way they used it it's just yeah and and part of that like reading that particular article that we shared uh, there was an exchange that he had uh, with Power Girl where he's like, oh, so that yeah, you're Christian now, essentially. And he's like, it's like, I'm not that sim- like simple where it's just that, like that. He's like, I think he even said cliche, and I'm like, yeah. that's not a cliche, but okay. Well, and the, the way he looks was looking at it was in terms of just like flipping on a label, as simple as that. Uh, but he's like, it's essentially kind of like, he sees it as an enhancement of himself, almost like, the government enhanced like his power and body or whatever the heck they enhanced 
Don't look that up, kids. Yeah. (laughs) 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 That was a bad joke. (laughs) Anyway. You're a um, bad person. (laughs) I I guess where I would take it is I just don't have a lot of faith that this is going to be handled well in the long run. I think we could get a couple of issues where it's interesting, but I don't trust the combination of the status Mm -hmm. quo machine and the very inconsistent way that a lot of comic book writers and editors have handled real world religion or religion in basically any sense that's not super vague and in the background. Mm, fair enough. Um, okay, uh, we're going to go ahead and, and we'll wrap this portion up now. Um, that way we can now use the probably the last half hour. Ha. Try to contain it. How long? Oh, dude, you trying to shoot? (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, uh, we'll we'll use the remainder of our time to talk about Spider-Man. So this is the part this is the part where we're just going to say, if you have not seen Spider-Man Homecoming yet, feel free to drive to to the movie theater. Yeah, I don't care what you're doing. If you're at work, just don't 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 go to (laughs) don't go to B&B and Lee Summit. There are better, cheaper AMC options. Off, uh, well, not cheaper options. There are better options. Uh, not that we go, don't, to, go, go to a cinema near you that is showing Spider-Man. Yeah, not they that we don't like them. Seats. We, I just, man, we, we don't, yeah, nope. <laughs> anyway, so go watch it. You can pause this. You'll come back. I'm pretty sure whatever you're watching, I will tell you where you left off. But we are now entering spoiler territory. We are going okay. to be talking spoiler extensively alert. about spoiler it. Spoiler alert. Spoiler warning. Thank you. Thank you. We need to put that on our soundboard whenever we get one, when the budget goes up. But you have been warned. If you're still listening to this and you hear something you don't want to hear, don't put it on us. That's on you, buddy. We warned you. Okay. So at okay. the at okay, so at the one. top <laughs> At the top of the discussion, letter grade for the movie, everybody. A. 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 We witnessed a classic. A. I, okay, so you cross the board. We all. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I have to agree with Timmy Tunga. I think we may not see it now, but I think we just witnessed the birth of what will be a classic. Mm-hmm. Kind of like how people befuddling my mind. Wow. Reference oh, Tobey <laughs> Maguire's Spider-Man as iconic. <laughs> And it got <laughs> joked around like it. Oh my goodness! And then Spider Man Three happened. No, anyway, we're not going there. But hey, Peter, it's your chance. Kiss her. Oh my gosh! Shots fired. <laughs> Anyways, uh, but I think Timmy Tung is right. We just witnessed a classic. Like I'm pretty sure this is the Spider Man that Everyone's will now will now be actually Spider Man. Like people are gonna say, oh yeah. We're gonna go back and we got that old Spider-Man film. No one's gonna be like, "Oh, Tobey Maguire." No, everyone's gonna know. We're talking about Tom Holland. First Homecoming? of all, <laughs> yes. Spider-Man Wait. Court. Court. <laughs> oh, I, if they do the same formula for the oh my gosh, Spider-Man to, oh, coming up. soon. <laughs> well, but he's in high. He's in, I mean, we, we have a freshman Spider-Man. Sophomore. So we got. He is a sophomore. Did they say sophomore? Yes, yeah. he did. Either way. We still have three more years. 
We st- the point is Did we see he's going movie? to. I'm just kidding. <laughs> the- <laughs> Maybe if we want when we're supposed to. Yeah. So first of all, we just want to, we just want to go ahead and say we we had a plan. We were gonna we go. Out. We were gonna go on Friday. We're gonna go see it. But someone had free vouchers, and they're just like, "Oh, hey, why don't we just go see it earlier?" Even though some of us were working and couldn't go see it earlier, so we had to postpone the plan. Not to mention, one of those people I went with had to work that night. Okay. You act like he's not a big kid. He can see it on the But it all worked out, because you guys saved me seats, which I appreciate. Yeah. Like, like, TVH, she didn't even tell us until, like, two minutes before the movie started. Hey, Honestly, Caleb's coming. I didn't know, it, I didn't, <laughs> Honestly, I didn't know he was there either. I literally, because he sent me a snap, B&B, I was like, what theater do you win? No, I was like, theater nine, question mark. <laughs> uh, you, know, yet. you there? Yeah. Save me a seat. Okay. No, I, it amazed me. I'm it mad he hit you me. with a K. <laughs> it amazed me. You know, I woke up, I was like, man, I want to go see Spider-Man today. I'm going to wear my Spider-Man shirt, my Spider-Man shoes. Took a Snapchat. What am I going to do today? I took a Snapchat of the of the theater. I wonder what I should go see. Obviously, I'm seeing Spider-Man. Because Spider-Man, I'm wearing Spider-Man stuff. I had every single person that I ever Snapchat asked me, what movie did you go see? I went to go see Despicable Me. No, I went to go see Spider-Man. Wow. <laughs> Chicane. Oh, I know. What's wrong with people? Man, so I know before I had let's said... Just, let's just start, let's just start. The opening of it was the Spider-Man theme song. Just the nostalgia in that I knew it was going to be good. But like, as I was saying before with the trailers, I felt like they showed too much, but that... I felt like they showed that too much Tony Stark to in the trailers, and I'm like, great, this is going to be a Tony Stark movie. Wrong. Totally wrong. So let me go back to what you, you said. To me. <laughs> let me go back to what you said because to me, that just the theme song and the way they played the Marvel intro spoke so much uh-huh. volume because they were showing all the Marvel characters but yet still playing that Spider-Man theme song in the back. They were like, okay, let you know that this is this is a Marvel created film, but you're but let you Spider-Man. know like with all these characters they're intertwined now. But let you know we, you you seen a Spider Man film, but we in there we mm-hmm. we we are now in the universe. And I was like, okay, that's a great opening. I, I I'll applaud you for that for that opening. So there was and there were a lot of subtle things that they did through the uh, the film that we'll talk about. And it's so crazy. Marvel has just set the tone for superhero movies. They set the tone, they set the standard just so high. Like, yeah, but, but that's the problem. DC, I, hold on, DC, I don't have many grievances with you. But let's be honest. Come on, Green Lantern. Let's come on. No, Y'all but, 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 but here's the thing. Like, I know we weren't gonna talk about that. Real, <laughs> realistically, <laughs> okay, so I can talk about Green Lantern. <laughs> realistically, because they started out so strong, especially in Phase One, Phase Two, that by the time they started doing Phase Three stuff. They already had it down pat. They plateaued. And that's the problem because a good chunk of those movies, when they start ended phase two, getting into phase three, were starting to feel very, very similar to each other. And I didn't like that because it was just kind of like, all right, we know how this is going to progress. We know it's going to... We not. What we are you don't talking know. about? I very much enjoyed Iron Man Civil War. Uh, <laughs> 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 I'm really ready for that uh, White Panther movie. <laughs> Dog. <laughs> Shots fired across Rudy's chest. No. Oh. You can't oh. do that. No. But I just did. <laughs> R. 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 But yeah, I there was just 
Oh, uh, where do we start? It, it was really good. First, it was really, it was a really well put together package. First of all, before we even start, I don't know if you guys ever saw this, but I saw an interview with Tom Holland uh, just after Civil War had came out, uh, and he was talking about how he was, how he prepared for the role of Peter Parker. Do you know he spent like a good few weeks undercover in a high school in New York? Yes. Ah. To prepare for the role. So, like, he had the mentality down pat. And you can tell, like, with Andrew Garfield and Tony McGuire, like, they were, they were. Older. Like, even though they were older, like, they were high schoolers, but no. they were, like, really no one, high school. No, no, McGuire was in college. Was. Yep. What, no, what about in the, for very first one? He was in high school. Yeah. He, was he rode a school bus. Yeah. Okay. He was in high school. That's the problem. That's the thing. Like, that's one of the year year old in high school. Is, yeah, Tom Holland actually is. Like he's maybe older than fifteen, but he's like, still he 20. looks like he looks he's like twenty. Looks, he's he also 20. looks young, and he can very much pull off being a teenager. Like the, I, I guess. First of all, that that was the best recap of Civil War from Spider-Man's yeah, point of view. I've yes. ever oh, seen. That, that, I've ever seen. I just want him and the guy from Ant Man to recap everything. Yes. Yes. <laughs> he's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, he yelled at me, hundred words, and I saw him flip down and fill the shit. I was like, oh my god, he is a high schooler. Like, yeah, the very definition of it. Let and me just one thing I really appreciated about the movie, they didn't do another origin story. Yeah, they literally said, oh yeah, I got bit by a spider. Oh dude, that's cool. Where's the spider? Oh, I killed it. Oh, do you spit spit venom now? No. No. <laughs> Can you call an army of spiders? I actually really like no. Ned's character. I that thought after a while, after he would get yeah. It was. It was. I, I thought Ned would get a while, uh, annoying after a while, but I actually really enjoyed his character. And I'm surprised he, he didn't slip up at all either. About uh, he almost about, did. Yeah. He almost Peter knows Spider Man. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, yeah. Oh my gosh. But yeah, I think the reason Ned didn't get annoying is because Ned was more than one note. That's the thing is all like the characters weren't just one note. He was the guy. If he had only been the annoying like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, but he like there's a couple points where he's like, Peter, I don't think this is a good idea, and you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. If he's saying it's a bad idea, maybe we should rethink it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, for Christ's sake, he shot a web shooter. Homie, 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 all the things, all all the things he took off the training wheels protocol. I, I love the protocols but, and the baby monitor. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Can we talk about that real quick? Like, first of all, the high school he's going to, those kids are smart. And that was to show, like, how much intellect Peter really has. Yeah. Um, like, and they I, really yeah. modernized it in such a way. That I think was, with the previous ones, uh, it was always, like, assumed, but they never really did a good job of portraying exactly, like, how smart Peter's supposed to be because especially with like Andrew Garfield's uh, Spider-Man of course like he's making the web fluid uh, he's really into tech as you see in his room and he's very investigative observant but they didn't really show how that plays in context with like what is he learning at school like yeah you say he's smart and you're showing these things but how does that like actually play out not just as Spider-Man but like in his everyday life kind of thing so like they did a the good job shop <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah, he knows Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> I, think was, I thought that was Italian. No, it was Spanish. Oh, it was Spanish. He was saying that oh, his okay. aunt is a hot Italian yeah. woman. 
But yeah, yeah that was hilarious. Yeah, how was your daughter? $10. <laughs> that is a $5 sandwich. It's like, that comment, that comment? you started $10. with my aunt, so... It's like, he ain't wrong, dude. He ain't wrong. One thing I personally appreciated with the film, especially with the Spider-Man character, we had character development from beginning to end. I didn't feel like we plateaued too much because it was this notion of, okay... You know, part you know, Peter. We're we're building him up, and then something happens. He gets chopped, like his. He gets broken down to a point, like especially like when he lost the suit. He's like, I'm nothing. You know, I'm everything with the suit. Now I'm nothing without the suit. Who am I because I don't have the suit? All of a sudden, like, oh wait, I can do those things without the suit. The suit just happens to be a an enhancer, more or less. I guess you could right. say. And now that he's in the suit, he's almost in a sense, fully realized. So it took the entire film to realize, like, I don't have to have it. I'm me, you know, I'm me doing those things. It just happens to be I have a tool to help me utilize it, but I don't need it. I've, I've got it all in my head. I'm, I'm who I need First to be. First of all, with that particular scene that you mentioned, I don't know if I've ever felt more emotional at a superhero I, movie oh my than when goodness. he's over there and he's essentially like crying for help. And he's, I, like, he's like, I'm trapped under here. Somebody help me. I can't do this. And then all of a sudden, like, he sees the reflection. It's like half Spidey mask, half Peter Parker. Like, I, I see in every comic cover ever. And it, but it's the most brilliant way they've ever done it. Like, it so was many so of the other good. Movies, they just ripped the mask. Never ripped his mask, but it was just like, reflect. I was like, that was. So well done. Yeah, it but, was. So yeah, brilliant. that that entire scene like was so like gut wrenching. Like you I, feel for me. I, and yeah, then, like, when, that, then, when mean, he ever like pushes the. Door. I really had to pee, so I was kind of like jittering a little bit. I was like, my dude, like. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, man. That like I would agree. Like there was that moment where like in my gut I was like I felt for Peter because the emotion that was just brought out and you knew the gravity of the situation and what he had been through and he's like I don't have the suit so I can't do this I'm I'm just lonely Peter Peter Parker and then all of a sudden he realizes like wait I am Peter Parker who happens to be Spider Man yeah, yeah and you just know? we're talking about like earlier in our discussion talking about like the character progression you finally see that turn he's just like come on Peter come on Peter come on Spidey you got this I was just like ah, yeah Peter. it was that was a great building moment and then just even how it ended with the fight with Vulture but we'll also we'll get to Vulture in a second. Um, th- there were a lot of little things, uh, a little call outs to both the, you know, obviously the original Spider-Man and just even to other movies that I found that it was so fantastic. It, it did things in such a way that it wasn't in your face, especially the not doing the Uncle Ben thing, which, by the way, we assume Uncle Ben exists but we never got any confirmation that he's there. I don't think the entire film they said, like, they don't, Uncle they Ben is there. The closest they about. got was him making the comment about, you know what Aunt May's been through in the last few months, and I can't do this to her. I, I love that that's what, that's what they left it at. That was the, we've already been through this, you already know Uncle Ben's dead, we're trying to move on. And that's what I liked about it, that they were just like, look, this is, yeah, the this is us now. Story, yeah. Like, we're, this is us now. Like, we can't 
keep focusing on that. We got to focus on moving forward. And that was something that I really appreciated about the whole movie. Like, we may graduate mm-hmm. to a scene in the next movie where there's, like, a headstone, and Peter's talking mm-hmm. to the headstone. Like, that's kind of the level it's at. And, yeah, I think it's actually really brilliant. Like, I feel like we got maybe a little more direct confirmation in Civil War between... I I feel like I remember some dialogue he that suggested of, that uh-huh. Ben had passed away, and then he made the comment about that wasn't the great power, great responsibility line, but was similar... And you kind of got the sense he wasn't talking in an abstract. So we probably got something similar to the Peter doesn't stop a criminal and then later the criminal kills Uncle Ben. Um, but again, yeah, we don't ever have like, and then my uncle got killed by the guy that I let go. and that, We never we never. Uh, so that. I heard a very, very interesting theory that we're not... So Uncle Ben will exist and we're assuming... We have no official confirmation. We're just assuming that he exists because of obviously the, the you know lineage of Spider-Man, but his death of the death of Uncle Ben and the call to action is from the attack on New York in Avengers with the alien attack because it happened in basically Queens. Yeah. 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 So there, because a lot of people died, so so the theory is that. That attack is what, quote-unquote, killed Uncle Ben. Word gets, you know, to them that this is what happened. And it sounded like he had already been Spider-Man for a little bit. Or, well, at least he had been bitten by... The New York attack was too far back. He would have been, like... Eight. Yeah. Or Would it be? Because they said it was eight years ago. Mm-hmm. Was yeah. it? Well, even if, oh, that's right. It I is eight years I, ago. Somebody pointed out that that's actually a little wacky. Because, like, 2008 is when Iron Man happened, but it still would have been, like, five or six years before that. So he would have been, like, ten. The he bottom line is the point is that... That could have been when it happened. It, it is definitely possible. Well, I would kind of be interested to hear a confirmation on that. Um, it's theory. But, yeah... I, I think that the New York... I mean, I feel like the damage to New York from that battle like is obviously a really big theme in this movie. I feel like it kind of revisited that in a way that even like the the Netflix shows... And, okay, I haven't finished Iron Fist, but the Netflix shows haven't even really touched on yet. Like, they've, they've referenced it, but admittedly none of them have been in Queens, so that may be part of it. But yeah, it... And I thought it was kind of interesting how they brought in damage control um, and then also kind of how that played into the Vulture's origin. Like, one of the more sympathetic villains, I think, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And can we just talk about how that just all played out through that entire yeah. movie? Best so, twist I've seen in a long time. Oh, my God. Well, well, no, no, no. hint anywhere. Well, before, before we get to that, so like you're saying, he is one of the more sympathetic villains that we've seen in a long time. Or at least that I've seen in a long time. You guys probably feel the same way. Maybe not. If not, oh well. I'm going with this. But uh, it wasn't, like you said, it wasn't always the case. It wasn't always like this event happened and then that spurred him to, all right, I'm just going to kill everyone that I see. He's just like, times are changing. Let's change our this. Let's change our tactic. We're doing things under the radar. We're selling uh, all this alien tech that we're repurposing. We're revamping. Um, so that way we can provide for our families. That was the basis of it. And then it's that one moment where things go awry because Peter happens upon a deal. And then he's just like, all right, you know what? Boom. Vaporize him. He's like, wait a minute. 
where's the anti-gravity gun? <laughs> and he's like, he's like right over there. This isn't it. And he just has that moment. He's like, well, okay, that just happened. Hey, you. You're the new shocker. You're shocker now. <laughs> what is it? Go ahead. No, sorry. I was just like, you know, I spent the whole movie like, man, but he's only got one. I read something. It's like, oh, yeah, that's because the other one blew up with crossbones. Because one of them got tore off in the fight. The other one was still on him when he went kaboom. It's like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, that definitely the, the going back to the twist was to to think like they mentioned it. It wasn't like they didn't say anything, but then they kept it so well because the first time it's like we're gonna provide for our families, uh, and he's like, oh, you want me to tell your wife with all this knowledge I know? He's like, well, I gotta I gotta protect my family, and then obviously that's when the the death scene happened, and then. All of a sudden, you get the sense of going to the homecoming night. Homeboy goes to that door, and I remember sitting there, and I'm like, oh, snap. Like, what? I think, like, half the theater had done the same thing Mm -hmm. that I did. Mm -hmm. Because we're just like... Whoa, they did not, they did not leak it at all. I thought that whole scene, like, with the interaction of Peter and, uh, Vulture was hilarious. (laughs) Like, they're trying to take pictures, just like, just like he's looking at him, like. (laughs) I always imagine it, it's like, uh, you're in the public, and you see someone, like, you don't know where they're from, but they're far off. And then, like, you're looking at them, and every time they're about to look at you, you look away. And then they look away, you look at them. I think it was so funny, because I could see that happening, and it was just so awkward and like of course this is Peter's first go around with like a really big villain and he's just like ah uh, how do I play this you can only imagine what's going on internally and it's just like ah uh, one of my only things that I feel like could have added to the movie just a little bit more is if we had a little more like internal Peter talk like of course he's talking with Karen and that was that's a good substitute mm-hmm. I want that like, in the next movie yeah but being like Spider-Man is known for like his quips, his uh, witty almost lines. Almost ball breaking. Yeah. Like Deadpool. Almost like Deadpool. I want a little more like maybe if like you can hear Peter talking to himself uh, kind of thing. Because, I mean, that's a lot of what he is. Another thing, I think they should bring back the Spidey sense. Yes. Um, I heard it's still, th- it's there. It's It exists. We just I, didn't I quite like see it. He's going to, they said that it, at least for now, it's not in there like intentionally because they felt like the last yeah. few movies leaned on it. They and leaned on can, it too much, but they did say it is there. But uh, yeah. it's something that he needs to But yeah, it's not anything sense. that they really brought I figured they were going to play it more as instead of like a specific separate like danger sense, quote unquote, it would be more just like because he made a comment in, like, Civil War, and you can see it in this one, too. Like, when he's fighting, he's got the goggles or the lenses that do the, you mm-hmm. know, the... I appreciate sh- those. Yeah, well, those are great for for emoting, but it was also like, oh, it's because I get so much that it over it's overwhelming, you know, when I'm in, you know, in a fight. It's overwhelming if I don't have the goggles on. So, like, maybe it's more going to be just a thing of, like... His five senses are enhanced to a point where he has a better sense of mm-hmm. danger. I don't know. But I would be interested to see if they do do that. But How do you feel about yeah. the whole Michelle MJ thing? I'm not upset. I, yeah, I, I don't think you can Wait and be. see is kind of my feeling at this point. Um, they gave them so, They did it in such a way they gave themselves a lot of wiggle room. because Yes. I love that. Because like, I was scared like, oh, we'll get... Well, I, when the trailer was, I was like, oh, we'll get, like, a Mary Jane, like, a Gwen Stacy or something. That's there throughout the whole movie. But, like, she was there, but, like, we didn't really it was know. It wasn't And I love that. Because, like, it really focuses, like, 
mm-hmm. on Peter alone. But because by calling by calling Michelle MJ, okay, you still have room. So you have an MJ character, but yeah. then all of a sudden, if things happen, you could scrap it and still bring in Mary J. Watson, who is the traditional girlfriend, yeah. or bring in a squid Stacy. So they gave themselves room to play with this, but yet not trample too much on the original characters and bring them in when they think it's necessary. I like that. I liked, uh, oh shoot, I, I'm blanking on the actor's name, but he's in like two scenes in the movie, but he's basically... In the comics, he's Prowler. Oh, Childish Gambino. Mm. Donald Glover. Aaron Davis. I love his scenes. Especially with the training guns. No. Oh, yeah. The guns like, hey, man, I just want somebody to stick somebody up. Like, he's like, I want something low key. Yeah. Did you notice he like got a little interested when he's like, wait, stuff to climb walls? Because yeah, that's like yeah. one of the big things that Prowler has, is like gloves that let him climb walls. So yeah. it's like, I just like, he's like, man, how long is this thing going to dissolve? Like, he's like, like, man, I got ice, ice cream, cream in here. <laughs> but still, like, and shout out to like that one moment where, uh, first of all, hilarious Peter's like, uh, advanced interrogation mode, <laughs> and he's like, "Dude, yeah, what happened to your boys?" He's like, "What happened to your boys?" What are you talking about? He's like, "He's like, I know a little girl when I hear one." He's like, "I'm not." <laughs> he's like, "You know what? Turn it off. I'm done." But uh, he was you just need like, "You're better at this part of the job." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Where so, he was verbally just like, "You know what?" Yeah, he goes ahead and gives him an information with quips in there. He's like, "Look, I got a little nephew running around yeah. here." Uh, I can't have that, like, these things we're running We're talking the in the car about that, the nephew being Miles Morales, and we're just talking about, like, the several thousands of possibilities if we, if they do show him. How well, they, they confirm Miles Morales is part of the yeah. Marvel. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. But, like, just how they would bring that. I, I but remember, we're still... We, we would not... S- in in my personal opinion, we I would not we'll see, see Miles... Miles Spider-Man. No. Well, I don't even think we'd see him until the third movie, honestly. If well, you ask me. What I was thinking was that uh, in a movie Spider-Man since like Infinity Wars, like Peter runs into him like I don't know how he can oh, run into him, but we don't know that. Mm-hmm. And then like, like end of second Spider-Man? movie, third movie comes back around where he runs to him again, whether uh, his uncle introduces it to him or like some incident. It's we'll like, see, hey, but Miles. we still it's still a very small Miles Morales. Well, I, I know, but just something like East that. He's in know? elementary school. Kind of like what they did with uh, Peter Parker in Iron Man 2. could be something similar to that. So like I a retroactive, cool. oh, hey, yeah, that was Peter Parker. Oh, hey, yeah, that was Miles Morales mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah, I think that would be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Maybe. It could work, yeah. Um, but no, I just kind of liked, I liked the nod that the little heads-up thing on uh, Glover's character like even had alias the Prowler. I'm like, oh, okay, you know. Um, I liked Mac Gargan's appearance. I was like, oh, and he even had like the scorpion tattoo on his neck and stuff. I was like, okay, clever, clever. Yeah, and um, that ending scene, obviously kind of that post-credit scene alluding to what our future, kind of what that future Spider-Man movie is going to be about, at least an idea. Um, and I mean, with how it's going, it looks like yeah, it's going to be Sinister Six. As to whether we get it immediately is the question. Um, but I mean, they would still have to introduce a couple more characters. If we were to see a Sinister Six alliance, it would be through those in credit scenes, exactly how you saw it. You'd see, and maybe the next one, you see him take on Doc Ock. 
just just first of all, shout out, out to anyone that saw Doc that Ock's is, arms in the yes, heist in Maryland, uh-huh. and then there was Ultron's head. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I saw Ultron's head. I completely missed. Yeah, it was so when things, he was in the container. It was one of those things I was just like, that looks like an arm. Yeah, and it's probably just like some armor off of a ship. He's like, no, that's Doc Ock's arm. I was like, I knew it. Well, it was it was specifically in the truck whenever he first dropped in. Uh-huh. Um, and it was then, like one of those things like you. It has yeah, that like, similarity it, that, like, you've always seen, like, those kind of, like, that right. texture pattern. You're just like, that looks like an arm. That looks uh, like a robotic yeah. arm that Doc Ock would use. Well, because I know they showed up briefly in the second... The uh-huh, first, The Amazing Spider-Man. Movie. Yeah, in one of the Amazing Spider-Man movies. So Yeah, I'm just like, okay, cool. So, um... My thought is, with the whole moving day happening, I'm under the assumption this is how we're going to get Oscorp. This is, I think, our back door to Harry Osborn. Because they're going to... I'm thinking it's sold to them. Avengers Tower will sold to them because generally, if I'm not mistaken, Oscorp is based in Queens. Or at least has a... New York. Wait, wait, wait. So, so then... Where else would he have gone to have the spider bite him? Because wasn't it at Oscorp? Or uh, but no, 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 I'm saying it's another well, location. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so I'm not saying like... Well, I guess in, from my understanding of Spider-Man, their tower has always been pretty staple. Like, they've been there. That's where Peter, like, the spider he, had bitten him. I think but it doesn't, spider bite's sometimes just been at, like, some random... It's like, always been at a lab, lab, but I don't think it's always been Oscorp. Yeah, However... Doesn't mean they can't yeah. have multiple locations. Companies do that all the time. Yeah. So it, I mean, it's not far fetched. But I uh, think that's how we're going to. So all of us, if if you ask me, Oscorp buys it. They move from wherever they're living now to New York, and because of how smart Harry is, he is now in the new student. In the he's class. he's a new student in school. They form their friendship, and then it goes from there. I think that's the possible route they're taking. But again, would opinion. be a good one too. And honestly, that's one thing I hope that they don't rush is the the frenemies kind of thing, where they're like, "Oh, you killed my father," kind of thing, like they did in the first one. Like, I want to see their friendship work out because they were friends for quite a while, and all all through high school into college too. You know, Peter and Harry were good friends, and so that's one thing I would like to see them work out through the movies. I'd kind of almost like to see them hold Goblin for movie three. I yeah, yeah I would, that's something so I want them to pull yeah. off on too. Like save it. Let you know. I don't, let I don't, us anticipate. If it you ask bit. me, that's if they're going the Sinister Six route. I think that's too soon to show Goblin. Maybe, maybe not. What the third but, movie? You mean? But then again, it depends on what kind of roster they're doing. Well, but aren't they? Didn't they already say? Or, well, as of right now, Spider Man is only well right now allotted for five films. MCU films. So obviously this one. So then, and that then would the two Avenger, the two Avenger films, Spider-Man: Home, the yeah, second, second one. one. They, they, they have already confirmed. And then, that. are they already counting Civil War as, or were you counting that as one of the two? I think that I might have know. been it. I think wow, that might be that the would, five. Yeah, I think might be the yeah. If you, if you I think it's the Civil five. Civil War, Homecoming, both Infinity. Wars. The next, both Infinity War, and then and the next Spider-Man, Homecoming two, which is supposed to be after, mm-hmm. is. I think it's post. It's post infinite. It's post. I think it's post second one. Be, okay, yeah, that's be, what I thought. Because I think. Well, uh, I'm pretty sure. It's I don't remember. Post Infinity Wars. You got the symbiote because that's when it happens. Was in the Infinity Wars in the comics. 
actually knows the secret, secret wars, wars in the comics. Which, Could they be tying Secret Wars and Infinity Wars together? They were together? talking about how big Infinity Wars is going to be would be a big tie-in like that, too. Just Well, but they also talked, they yeah. talked about instead of making it two parts, that they're separating it and making it two independent films. Mm-hmm. So, But I feel like it's still going to end up being essentially a two... Like, the titles aren't going to be part one, part uh, two, yeah, but I feel true. like it's going to be still going to be kind of... Well, I mean, we, we won't know till we get there how yeah. that's going to look. Patient. All right, so I mean, we already know we're getting awesome facial hair bros, but this is true. This is true. All right, so favorite B-list character in the movie. I already know mine. It's my homie. You know they had to put in the staple African on the uh, yeah. decathlon team. <laughs> <laughs> Best interviewer by far. <laughs> just over the, <laughs> the buzzer. He's wrong. He's like, hey, no using the buzzer for comedic relief. <laughs> and I like, they're screaming everywhere. I like the teacher because Harry come back. Hey guys, can I join the team? Flash like, no, you can't just join the team. Uh, hey, teacher, go, oh, flash you back to first house now. Welcome back to the team. <laughs> no, I was no, like, yes. That's why the teacher's like, I can't lose another student. Again. Oh, like, what? Like, thousand yard stare, you're like, what happened? (laughs) Not that we'll ever know. It's the noodle incident, but it's like. (laughs) Um, I. To me, the Michelle character was actually kind of funny. The way she was like, oh, yeah, he dropped band six weeks ago. It's not like I keep tabs on him. We're like, I'm just observing. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> where are you going? That's kind of that, that a really good care. point. Like he was saying that, like Mary Jane, wasn't she like a reporter? Was she in the in the Mary comics? Jane? No, she's been like a model and actress and stuff. Really? Hmm. Yeah. Well, I like this take better. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, and she's not Mary Jane, so this is true. This is very true. So they can do whatever they want with the Michelle character, really. At this yeah. point, it just so happens her nickname is MJ. <laughs> Her friends call her that. So, so if she has friends, the question is: B character, like B character within the movie. Within the movie, I, I Ned's not really a B character. No, Um, he's most definitely he's an S. (laughs) Hey, um, I'm gonna have to go with uh, the the two uh, TV reporters, like Betty Brandt and the other guy. I don't remember his name. If I had to pick between two, I suppose Betty Brandt, just for the whole nod to the comics and whatnot, having that character show up. But just, like, the first time around when they're talking about Homecoming and the guy no turns asked and asks me. her, she's like, I already have a date. And you <laughs> see, like, you yes! see his heartbreak yeah. and the sadness And then it, like, in. zooms in to make it even better. I was like, <laughs> yeah. yes. <laughs> it's just, like... Oh, yes. uh, it was just great. It's like, oh, oh. The moment his soul died. <laughs> I should really like seeing Flash. Yeah, I was gonna was say kinda, that. He was he was like there, but he wasn't there. He was just like, huh, you know, comic relief, but kind of. But like, he was you also still saw like the bully aspect, but not your typical high school bully like A Parker wedgie time kind of thing. He's just like, well, I, yeah, yeah. I read somewhere that they actually updated that on purpose. They're like, you know, what are bullies like today? Mm-hmm. Is it still like the big jocks giving guys the wedgies? Which exactly when you think of Flash, you think oh big jock guy. Because I mean now even um, he he has his own symbiote. He is his own right. Spider Man. He's a big guy, and right. now you see him like this, like well, well what's going to happen? Is he going to buff up or is he just going to you know bronze out? Right. But it's but yeah, it's like they they stopped and thought about like 
what does a bully look like today? It's it's less like the big physical bullying, and it's more like the, you know, verbal bullying and the social media bullying and stuff like that. Like, I mean, he comes up with that name, Penis Parker. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's it's the kind of thing that's going to catch on. People are going to call him that. It's like, it it's actually kind of brilliant. And then adding that being that he's actually only kind of smart, and he mostly is probably getting by on the fact that his folks are loaded. Mm-hmm. And that's how he got into the school. That's why he's he first substitution. Yeah. Did you guys catch? They called um, one of the guys on the debate team, Amadeus, being the Iron Spider. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. I, there, he was like, that's enough, Amadeus. And he, it was literally like, said that one, and I was like, I've known that name. Like Amadeus Cho? Mm-hmm. Interesting. I've heard that he's out there somewhere. I know we got, well, we're getting runaways. So this I know we got... Um, Nico's mom in Doctor Strange and the staff like it shows up really briefly in Doctor Strange it's the scene where Wong is like rallying everybody at the one sanctum like okay everybody grab your weapon choose your weapon carefully you see a an Asian lady go over and grab a staff that has a big circle on top that's uh, like I think it's Tina Minoru and it was the staff of the one which makes you question how things went so one-sided, but, you know, whatever. Um, it's like, that's a pretty potent artifact. Yes. But What about you, Brian? Favorite B-list character in the movie? Hmm. Probably that teacher. Bono was interviewed. Yeah. All that. The other teacher oh, was the, pretty funny, too. But The teacher who ran the academic team? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Rather, the other teacher was funny because of mostly Michelle. <laughs> oh, God, the guy who just kept playing Captain America videos. Yeah. <laughs> My friend. I'm the pretty sure teacher. he's a federal criminal now, but I'm required to show these videos. I was like, wait, what? What? No, it was like war criminal, which is somehow even worse. It's like, wait, what? That was funny. Um, I think we'll go ahead and wrap it up there. Otherwise, we'd be here well, at least another hour, unless you had something that was going to be relatively no, short. No, yeah, it's a, it's a good place to... Uh, to hop off on this discussion, but I remember when we were driving back from movie theater, as we're reminiscing about this amazing, what would be a classic movie, and I, Tim brought it up, but I think it is, it could be either really important or it could be nothing. Peter's at the new Avengers base. Someone's leaving in a plane. Who is it? Oh, uh, yeah. I think from the term of... You don't see that every day. I'm going. I, I'm going to go a little out there. It could be a nod to the X Men without really it being the X Men. Uh, well, because I think it was just one of their Quinjets, so I'm going to guess it was maybe like Widow or Vision or who else did that? I don't think it's Vision. I was kind of thinking it was going to be uh, Black Panther yeah. going back to. That's Could what be. I was thinking it was. That's true, too. Now, could this also tie into the fact, because we're going to get another Avenger in the next Spider-Man film, but it's not going to be Tony Stark. Would it also be that person? Whoever is in the plane. Whoever it is, yeah. Could be. Uh, I figured it'd be Vision as, uh, you know, his new roommate who doesn't use doors or windows. <laughs> He's not big on doors. Um, I, I think really, ultimately, what it comes down to is we just need to have patience. Because after oh all, patience sometimes pays off. 
and other times it doesn't. And that was a complete wait. Oh my god! No, that was amazing. Yeah, it, it was, was brilliant. Yeah, it was good. It was brilliant. I honestly almost would say it topped the uh, ending of Deadpool. I haven't seen it. So. Oh, Deadpool comes out. What are you doing here? It's over. Go home. <laughs> What, you want some, like, hand towards the next one? No, get, get out of here. But <laughs> <laughs> um, well, no, that's just something to think about. Because um, at least with the way, at least with Spider-Man Homecoming, every scene played a purpose. And I can't, I cannot say in full confidence that that's just there. Yeah, I entirely agree with you. Like, kind of like we were watching it, and when um, when Peter was uh, what do they call it? Um, when you know when he's skateboarding and he like uh, oh, driving yeah. on the back. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. When he's doing that or whatever, when he's on the van and they're driving, and like uh, the guy dropped like one of the weapons and like rolled into the lawn, and it just kind of kept going. I was like, I'm coming back to that. So like, I know what you mean by like every single scene and part of the movie has some side. Some kind of significance to it, mm-hmm. so it's just about when the payoff is. Real quick, it, I'd be remiss if I did not mention the Asian in the bathroom. That <laughs> happy. Like that was First hilarious. Well, that is well deserved. Happy is like the boss that's there, tells you what to do, but is never anywhere when you need them. Yeah. That's true. Just throwing that out there. Happy Hogan, <laughs> best boss of the year. Two K seventeen. He had the ring on him. He did. Since 2008. That so, is. you can carry a ring for nine years, but you can't pick up a simple phone call with Peter. Oh, my God. You know what? This is a great way to hop I think it was You know what? You're right. That was want to. This is true. This is also true. Anyways, guys, let us know your thoughts in the comments, what you thought of the movie, how you rated it. Let us know your favorite scene or your favorite character or something. Tell us about it. Um, but, like always, it's been great talking nerdy stuff with Word. all of you because we do this because we have fun with it and you people listen to us somehow we don't know why but we appreciate it and we love it please continue and rate us on social media or whatever platform you're listening on which that means you get a list of our social media we're on Facebook we're on Twitter we're on Twitch we're on we have an email we have Instagram we do have Instagram and Snapchat. You should make a MySpace just to add it all. Oh, no, 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 You can take that comment out the door. All right, bye, guys. But to roll through, if you're not following us on those social medias, even more about nothing on Facebook, E-Man Podcast 1 on Twitter, even more about nothing on Twitch, E-Man Podcast on Instagram, and E-Man P1 on the Snapchat. All right. Anyways, guys, like always, it's been great. Thank you for listening and enjoying, uh, you know, enjoying this conversation we've had today. Rate us on whatever platform you're listening on. And with that, we would be remiss if we did not say it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. See you guys. See you.